0: with tnt podcasts get the
1: whole show for free every
0: day at tnt radio apple podcasts spotify pandora and more you're listening to the todd and tyler radio empire lewis black is in the studio he's also on tour everywhere his last show was in omaha last night but uh if you're listening to other places in
1: the country a lot of you are, you can go see lewis i don't have the way it's Lewisback. lewisblack.com for everything yeah just go there and then that's all the stuff's there and then yeah. they're more shows coming in the fall. So
0: we, we know the story, but I think a lot of the audience doesn't know a lot of the stuff that uh, we met you uh, probably in the early 90s, the 93, 94, yeah. through Colleen, by the way. We went for Colleen, and we, we went know a lot of cool people, so yeah. we loved Colleen for that. Uh, and I knew who you were then just because I was a, co- a comedy mm-hmm. fan, but you didn't explode until after we met you yeah. nation nationwide, and you were in your 40s at that point. Yeah. And... I'd ask you years ago if if you'd have made it in your twenty twenty two twenty three, you said you'd have been dead, right? Yeah, yeah. Drugs, alcohol, the whole yeah, the whole thing. The yeah. whole thing. As yeah. It was. Yeah. It
1: was. I yeah. was already. Uh, I was doing the road and doing these clubs and probably drinking too much at that point. Okay. Yeah. I was like morphine, a oh, morphine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the. Uh, but it was really funny. I mean, you could, you you know you if the thing about any performing thing, as you well know, is if you. If it goes great, you, wow! Let's celebrate. If it right. goes bad, I got a, I need a drink. <laughs> 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 it's, you, you, you win either way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know. So I was still doing it, but I, I don't think I would have. Uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to manage in my. Was 20s. there
0: any point? Was, was there any point in that the stand up? Because you obviously went into stand up after being a playwright and, and trying all that and running a club. You mentioned years ago in New York City. Was there any point you were going to give up? No. Nah. Because you had no no plan B. There was no yeah. plan. It and was you, were never... making, you were making a
1: living on the road. You just weren't famous. Yeah. No, and I was making more of a living on the road oh. than I ever was making And as when a did playwright. you start on the Daily okay. Show? Yeah. I started on the Daily Show in 1997 or whenever the first okay. weeks okay. of it was. Yeah. I think it's 1997. And that made you a national face, uh-huh. too, for You know, part. it was 27, because I think it's been on 27 years. Well, who That was, was the, the host? That was the, was the, the Killborn Killborn Killborn. Yeah. yeah, the Killborn years. Yeah. I mean, the first time I worked the Daily Show, the first few times I worked the Daily Show, we did it out of a public TV studio there um, and uh, out of Channel 13 in New York, and we had no audience. Right. So wow. it was, so the first two or three that I did were not in front of an audience. Really? And I improv them. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I would. they would say, come on, and what are you going to talk about? And I'm going to talk about this. Right. You know, I'm going to yell about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Great. Because th- what they needed was t- material, and I had a... Bunch of material that nobody had heard. Got it. So I could, you know, and it was where I started to, you know, was able to start r- it wasn't writing in public. Was political? Because
0: The Daily Show wasn't political when Kilborn was there.
1: It was a little political. Yeah. But, but because uh, Liz, who started it, is is very political. So there was a, there was a certainly, and I, I got to say stuff, yeah. but it was like crazy. Because yeah. you just, I would do it. And then they'd come over and they'd go, that was really good. Keep that, drop that, do that. You know, okay. but I had no nothing. I was in, so then I would improv again, and keep, and then we'd do it two or three times, and it happen. and they go, "Good, we got it." And then when we got the audience, we started writing it down and putting it on the teleprompter. And uh, ninety-seven. That has been that yeah. long I didn't it, Think about that. Is there anybody else that's been on with every host? No. That's awesome. No, I'm the only. I'm I'm it. I'm the uh, the whoever that guy was on. Uh, um. CBS. Cronkite? Wow.
0: Sorry. Yeah, that's funny. The
1: hate that too. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, they, they wouldn't get the other one, either. No. I, can't, I can't even think. Of You're going to think of somebody else. Oh, Coralt. Yeah. No, uh, not Carol. <laughs> the one who did the commentary on sixty. Minutes. Oh, oh well, Andy Rooney. Andy, Andy Rooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah, that was yeah, the thing. Right, I just yeah. don't want. I don't. I, I would think about every time. I would, once we were doing more and more years of it. You know, I don't want to be the Andy Rooney of my generation. You no, know, he always came <laughs> off. Even my younger days as a grumpy old guy. Yeah, you but don't they don't come they were, off they, as a grumpy old guy. You just come <laughs> off
0: as a grumpy guy. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because people, young people, relate to Lewis because they—they're yeah. just grumpy. They're twenty-two. I'm yeah. grumpy too. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? I get it. Yeah, it would stop. I'm starting to. Right. That was where things started. I realized things. The other th- reason you kind of walk toward the the retirement doors, right? You realize you're losing. Once you're losing the the kids, you both screw this. Because uh-huh. part of what what was really sustaining me in terms of my audience was the fact that it was. Every age, I mean, was, because yeah, because the initially I was discovered by kids who brought their parents. Exactly, and now yeah. I have parents who are bringing their kids. <laughs> you just go, okay, yeah. this, is not, this is not what I was looking for.
0: Well, that's true because college kids. Uh, le- same with Letterman; he was uh, he always won with college kids, no matter how old he got on that show. You're right, and then a lot Co- of college Co- kids loved you. Yeah. And then they start turning their parents on to you,
1: right? Yeah. I got it. And then and and then what really turned the, the the turned it all turned it in in made it difficult was is that uh they the kids were now discovering it on social media. That's where they were finding comics. Right, right. And I mean, While we not, see that uh,
0: explode now,
1: right? And now it's and that's where you find, you know, comics will show up here yeah. and, or uh, just uh, do social so- media Club. comics, right? Yeah. Yeah, social media comics and they uh you know, and um and it was using in that, and I uh, and I was in in partly age, but partly from the very beginning. I mean, when Facebook came out, I started. I screamed about Facebook for ten minutes on stage. Is special. it good?
0: Because I know I feel this way about this business. I'm glad I came into this business when I did, because I wouldn't want to get this in this business now. Yeah. Are you glad you did comedy? or are doing comedy? Your age? Yeah, I mean, got into it when the you, time, did. you did it. The
1: '80s, yeah. The '70s, '80s, and '90s. Yeah. As opposed to getting into it now, I think I would be. Oh yeah, you know, no, I, I'm far. I, I, yeah, I just you know it was, it but in a sense it's the same because it's where you're going to be found. Yeah, and there's some people yeah. who and it, you know I mean what's great about it is is that it, you know and this was something I thought of when I was a kid because there was I was reading books about mm-hmm. the you know what what's what's out there what'll be coming and mm-hmm. the, you know they were talking about this kind of thing right. you know that you would produce yourself. There's a, a great thing to that, but it's also you got to be able to produce yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's certain folks like uh, Bert Kreischer, yeah. who's uh, be- yep. become a friend, and I did a, a show of his, and uh, and uh, he's That's crazy. He's got know. it down. And, I know. And
0: then I, we, I forget,
1: we, you know, you, and you people. We should been, drink
0: with Bert in the morning here when he before yeah. he, he was just doing the clubs. He blew up here too. Yeah, you know But there are yeah. different paths to success now because of social media. But and also, but of also Bert, by the way, didn't blow up to his 40s either. You're right. Yeah. You know, he just turned 50. Yep. Yeah. But, so, you know, but back, back in the 70s, it was, oh, you get a spot on Carson and then uh, you get your sitcom. Yeah. That, that was, you know, the Holy Grail. Yeah. There was but a now path. there's a lot of yeah. other paths. Yeah. They wanted the Louis Black type, but they didn't want Louis Black.
1: <laughs> yep. We've been through that one I know, years, times, a lot. exactly. We haven't
0: heard that story for a while. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: About,
0: they were looking for a Louis Black type They were type looking for character. a Louis
1: Black type, and I was reminded of it because we uh, – I just played outside of St. Louis in a town called Chesterfield. Okay, um, and uh, the first time they flew me out to do this uh, to to be on what was Joy Behar's show, okay. called The Rock. They'd come to a place called Catch a Rising Star in New York. They'd see they were all out there. They'd seen my act. Yeah. They wrote it for me. It part of it was from my act, and uh, so it was written <laughs> for me. It was me. And so Your I, go, words. Uh, it was my words. I go out there to. Uh, and then, this is the Jufro, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best. To let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I, I just saw a quick aside, maybe a month or two ago, uh, Catch an old video online. You're on stage in L.A. and it's 88. And the Jew Froze happening. Yeah. It's a great. It's great. It's <laughs> hilarious. Because I didn't know
1: you that. Like, oh, this is so
0: cool to see. But go ahead. Yeah, go but,
1: ahead. So, so <laughs> I end up flying out there, and uh, and it's written. And uh, we arrive. Uh, uh, I arrive in Los Angeles, and uh, John Bowman, who used to yeah. uh, open for me, he picked me up at the airport and takes me to the Hotel Chesterfield. Okay. Which I, and I said, well, I said for, I started. I said. Well, you know, they, this is interesting a hotel named after a cigarette. Right. <laughs> and, uh, that's cigarettes that were smoked way back when people smoked. <laughs> yeah, they was, didn't vape, they were created in packages of 20. You don't see them anymore. <laughs> okay, it's it's not that big a deal. Okay? It's nothing to worry about. And so I did uh, uh, but I got out of the thing in the uh, the head of the uh, Whoever was the the, the valet goes, mm-hmm. oh, uh, welcome! I I believe you are the new valet. is what he said to me, and really? I thought, and at the time I thought I literally turned to John and I go, this doesn't bode well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: if, if that's, and, I, and then when and when I went and I auditioned, right? Uh, I was really. Uh, I thought I killed it, and I, I did it. I, did, I mean, it was me. Right. So I mean, I, I couldn't have been that far off. Uh, and so I did it, and uh, they went, "No, that's very good." And it was you're sitting. I mean, you're doing it, and yeah. you got to realize, in if any of you who have worked in a business where you're sitting around having one of those meetings with six or eight people, right. like that was what it was like. And they, they're sitting there, they're all of those execs sitting there watching you, and. Uh, I would have felt uh, you know bad but there was uh, there were also other people there who shouldn't have been like older actors who shouldn't have been competing against each other you thought okay. bring them in at different times right. i mean i'm getting i'm getting screwed but i'm like young I yeah. you screw me but these people have already been screwed a thousand times you don't keep screwing them and so i felt a little better but i finished up and i said uh, i said you know that's all we need i said do you need to see any more colors right 'Cause that's their yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, other I can cause I said I can do this about five different ways. Right. Said, so, no, that was really it. We get a sense of it and everything like that. And then the, the one thing I did which was uh didn't work, but I thought, you know you wanna leave them remembering you. So I closed the door and I opened it up again and I said, You sure you don't want to see me tap dance? Okay. And yeah. they went, uh Oh no, no. Again they laughed and I <laughs> yeah. said and they went no, and I said then what did I take the the lessons from? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. I did it with a profanity, yeah. right. and so uh, they went. But that was like,
0: Bah-ha-ha.
1: and I thought okay, well I gave it my best shot. That's it. Yeah. And uh, and then it was uh, they didn't they didn't hire me. But uh, they show- just not respond. Uh, they've laughed at that, but they never... <laughs> okay, but you
0: never got to uh, no, know... Oh, uh, oh, no, no, who I, played we, your I, part again? They just ghosted yeah. you. Who was the actor uh, who played your part then? Paul Sand. We'd recognize him, right? If, I if, saw you, if,
1: you, if, you, if you looked up, some of you out there may never recognize Paul Sand, and this will not reflect on you or <laughs> anything about you. Uh, he's an actor who acted on a thing that was called television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Sand. a major channel, and there were only three and maybe an extra couple and people would literally at night go oh, I wish there were more channels and now they wish there were less isn't life strange so uh so I ended up uh you know we But that show didn't go on forever though it didn't last at all so it, they just did the pilot so but th- but think about that
0: at least it wasn't like uh, Seinfeld friends, uh, I mean, it, 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 it
1: didn't blow up into something
0: you'd be, that would just have killed you.
1: Oh yeah. No, but I walked yeah. away from, I mean, I <laughs> didn't, I didn't audition for, I didn't audition for 30 something. Uh, and, oh, I, you, I, you and you that was to? huge. Hmm? You were invited to? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I was at that point they were, uh, you know, I Paul Sand of, is 91. Yeah. Paul Sand
0: is dead. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow,
1: wow, that was a little Quick. that was harsh. <laughs> went, went fast. Yeah. Oh, he died. Oh, no, no, oh, no. no he is still no, alive. He's alive? He's alive. He's still alive. Yeah. He died during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that. I thought that was an obituary. I was but looking I at I totally recognize him. and, yeah, no, and, I, and I recognize him. When the younger. I mean, when he's really yeah, young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's a very funny guy. Yeah. He Came out of I think Second City. Yeah. and uh, Was a good improver. I mean, it wasn't like they they picked the schmuck. So, uh, But it was only the pilot? That didn't go any further than that, huh? That was it. Okay. So Paul Sand is a Lewis Black type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he called me yeah. to see if I would be willing to write a sitcom for him. And that after, was like, yeah, after the fact, he was he was no. at Second City.
0: <laughs> he was at Second City with with Alan Arkin. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: I recognize Paul Sam. I'm looking at it now. Okay. And,
1: and and I did. So I audition but I did audition for a bunch of stuff. Right. Because it was kind of right in the. That was when people were starting to look at me as uh, an actor and a comic, and uh, and I auditioned for. Um, uh, uh, What was it? Uh, thir- I was supposed to audition for 30-something. And uh, uh, I read 30-something, and it disgusted me. <laughs> because it was... I watched 30-something. Yeah, and I was in my 20s too. when I watched that. I but, thought, it, but it was yuppie heaven, for sure. It was. Yes, and it yes. was everything. It was literally everything like... Everything you hate. Everything. It was uh, what... It was like watching uh, how my generation... Uh, basically, uh, d- decided they were not going to do what they were going to do. That's exactly what that was show was yeah. about. You're yeah. right because they were, they they sold their souls. They were in advertising. Yeah, which role? I don't remember. It was one, but I don't know because I came in to the to to her and mm-hmm. uh, the, I knew the the casting agents right. really well. And I went into her. I said, "Well, I said I can't audition for this." She said, "Well, you know, it's going to be huge." I said, "This is going to be huge." Yeah. Um, this is not going to be good. For, if this is huge, I, I can't handle it. Yeah. This is disgusting. And it was huge. <laughs> I, I, it was huge. It was massive. It was massive. And I, yeah. had, and I had a couple of people I knew who got into it yeah. who were in it. Ken Holden. Oh, okay. okay. Ken, you Ken? Okay, yeah. I knew yeah. Ken at the time. Okay. Uh, and I thought. Um, and Busfield's in it? Yeah. Yeah, Busfield yeah. Yeah. and uh, uh, Polly Draper.
0: Who, all the people, uh, right? You Polly, know who people. I knew. Um, I love that show. But like and, I said, I, I understand what you're trying to say.
1: If, the hippie generation sold out. I said, yeah. This she said, "What? What don't you like?" I said, "It's kind of offensive to me." It, we, we, I said, "If, if, if Hitler had Goebbels, <laughs> right? A propaganda, a propaganda, uh, a sitcom, uh, a propaganda show yeah. uh, about the about the his the generation of people in their thirties in Germany. This." <laughs> This is what that show is like. <laughs> And she said, wow, you know, she'd like, you watch her eyes flipping yeah. in her head. <laughs> and uh, I don't think she ever invited me back to audition for anything else, but I I, I don't feel badly about <laughs> it. All right. I just really. All right. And, uh, Hang uh, on. Uh, we'll I'll, come, I'll finish that story. We'll come back. I, want, I want to hear the rest. Oh. I do want to hear the rest, I'm a, Lewis Black with us. Come on back.
0: You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet?